Brothers and sisters, my name is K to the second letter, and I am here with Hameen the Dream, Mean Machine, he who cannot be defeated, deleted, when you see him tweet, you retweet, excuse okay. me, Thank when you. you X him. Yeah, oh yes, yeah. so now it's X now. Elon. It's a new thing. Yes. Elon's doing a new thing. I mean, he really is. And that's a biblical concept. It really is. We often forget that we serve a God who loves to do new things. I believe, this is just me, uh -huh. you're not going to find uh -huh. this in pretty much any theological book. This is okay. This, this is right here. This is K exclusive, uh, first exclusive, KB. exclusive, okay? Armchair theology, okay? okay? All right. I believe a part of what it means to be made in the image of God uh -huh. is that we are also attracted to new things. We, I think you're right. We want the newness, we want to, yeah, we the freshness, yeah, uh -huh, okay? Yeah. The new beginning. There's yep. something special about January 1 for everyone yes. that celebrates New Year's. It is special. The and then when does. January 6th hit, it's not special. <laughs> especially <laughs> when you are, a nightmare. Especially <laughs> if you're watching video of people, you know, storming the Capitol, all right? But there's something empowering uh -huh. yeah. about the new. Right. And this is kind of how our God is, a new covenant, a new creation, the new man, new wine, mm -hmm. and uh, new wine skins. New wine skins, baby. Uh, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Uh-huh. Anyways, so, I mean the dream meme machine. Hold on, before we Hold get wait, no, no, this twice. Stop it. You did this the last oh, episode, too. Oh, it's a new year. So, uh, if y'all understand what has been happening. No new announcements. has been introducing the episode and then not letting me do an introduction. And he thinks that he's slick. It's strategy. And he's, it is strategy. It is a very shrewd strategy because you got me on the last one. <laughs> but you're not going to get me this time. So the person that is sitting across from me. So listen. No. I've been telling individuals that I have been watching I just reestablished my ego a week ago. I know. It's okay. You're about to crush your I've kid. been telling people that I've been watching this fantastic show. It has like a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes called The Bear. Okay. And The Bear is a show about a man who is a Michelin chef. Mm -hmm. He's like a, working as a, a head Michelin chef in a three-star restaurant mm -hmm. in New York. Mm -hmm. And his brother passes away and leaves him a essentially like a small steak deli mm. in the inner city of Chicago. Right. And he comes back to run that deli. And he's bringing all of his Michelin star-esque skills mm. to this deli. Mm. And it's a really good dynamic because this is, you know, it's a dynamic in the inner city. And he's trying to bring some change to this deli and to the staff and to how things are run. Yep. It's about family, trauma, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like that's who KB is to us. Wow. What? This theologian. <laughs> who is a Michelin star theologian, and he is coming on the show to us lowly people in this deli in, oh, in the inner city of Chicago with all of his Michelin star skill to just rain down ju jewels and wisdom uh -huh. on us yeah. and getting us together so that we can elevate wow. our spiritual relationship wow. with the Lord Jesus Christ to a Michelin wow. star leveled wow. place. In the kingdom of God. Wow. And so um, I'm talking about a man, Mr. Negro Domus himself. That's what I would call <laughs> Negro him. Domus. Negro Domus himself. Your favorite theologian, theologian's oh favorite theologian. Oh. Um, and uh, me, this is a brother that I love very much. 
He's my best friend. He's also Charles Spurgeon's best friend. He just doesn't know it yet. When he yes, gets to heaven, he's going to find out. We are definitely going to be neighbors. And uh, I'm talking about Kevin Elijah Smooth and Groove Burgess. He's a true theologian for real. Don't leave your Bible around him because he would open the text to any. Ah. There's a guy that we knew. He literally told our pastor that you can open the Bible to any passage. He can preach Calvinism from that passage. <laughs> Remember when he said that? I remember that. He said it doesn't matter any what. Verse. He said it doesn't matter. Include any, any the verse. table of contents. It doesn't matter. Any verse. Joshua. Said, yep. Anything. Damn. That's how KB is. Ezekiel. With, exactly. With the Bible in general. Stop it. Any verse that you can turn to, he will exegete it and plant it in your cerebral cortex in such a way. Wow. That it would be indelible. You will not be able to forget it. Wow, wow, I'm talking wow. about Kevin Elijah Smooth and Groove Burgess. Everybody make noise for my guy. One time. Thank you, man. Right. Thank you, man. I, 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 I never know what to say. That's why I try to avoid it. Uh, because if I ever thought that I could hold, not a candle, bro. Uh -huh. A candle would be too much. Really? Just the light on my phone. If I could hold that to you, bro, and it would mean anything. I'd try, but it that, doesn't that, mean anything. If the I am a mouse next to a mountain. You understand me? And I am grateful that God has decided in his providence to allow me to observe the goodness. That's what Drake said. Drake said when he first came onto the scene uh -huh. in a song called Forever, that was a theme song for the LeBron James documentary. He said that for those of you that disrespected me and didn't believe in me, well, at least you got to witness the greatness. That's what you get out of this. For the fact that I get to witness the greatness of your mind. Thank you. The way that you organize your thoughts one after the other, the right. way in which you preach, you share the gospel. Just this morning, brothers and oh, sisters. Oh, no, don't do that. We were at the gym. No, don't, don't make sparring. up a story. Don't make up a story. Uh, I literally was punched in my chin so hard. It was an uppercut, and I didn't have my mouth guard. Oh, yeah, that's true. Shout out to Hugh. He's also a pro. He, okay? Yeah, he was a beast. So he is, he's very good. He loves Jesus, too. And he so loves the Lord. Hugh. He's called Hugh the Preacher. Hugh the preacher. Okay? Look him up. Hugh the Preacher... Laid hands with an uppercut <laughs> to my chin that literally caused my two front teeth to shift. Ladies and gentlemen, they shifted. I felt them in my mouth shift. I took a step back and tried to hide behind my glove and readjust my teeth with my tongue. Which is why you wear a mouth guard, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you should wear a mouth guard. I have also bitten through my tongue and had to go get stitches from another punch from Hugh the Preacher. Okay? I'm one of his main sparring partners. Okay? Anyways. Brothers and sisters, after my teeth shifted in my mouth, I was for sure that I was going to have to go to the dentist and get my teeth put back in, uh, as I've had happen several times. It's not a big deal. But then, as I shifted them back with my tongue and they snapped back into place, I thought, this should not be happening. This defies the laws of force. Then I remembered that there's a special grace when I mean the dream is in the room that protects the mouth <laughs> of the man of God. Because when you are around him, you are safe. What in the you, world? You, brother, you are a safety net to all of us. Okay. And we just want to say thank you. Anyways, You're brothers and sisters, I mean the dream is in also in love. Uh, with uh, getting into controversies on I, X. I, I wouldn't say he, I'm in love with He loves it. <laughs> He absolutely loves it. He wakes up in the morning no, like free smoke, free smoke. No, I don't. Hey. No, he was, in all honesty, mm -hmm. he was reacting to something that I just saw about five minutes ago. Yeah. That was definitely funnier than any comedy special <laughs> I've ever seen. 
But then I was told that it actually was real, that he, this man meant what he was saying. Right, right. And uh, means he had some thoughts about it. I did. And then some other people had some thoughts about it as yeah, well. Kinda and, and we thought it'd be just a real treat. Yeah. <laughs> just a real treat. If we could play the video. Right. From our, our, our good, is, is, there, is he our good friend? The wayward friend. <laughs> right. He's a wayward neighbor that we would love to see serve Jesus. Hey, but my man Charlie Kirk oh, man. from uh, at least Patriot Takes. I already it, know where this is going. Yeah, Patriot, Patriot Takes? Put it up. So uh, they highlighted a conversation they were having about uh, DEI. Okay, yeah, diversity. Patriot Takes hi highlighted a conversation equity. that was happening on this Charlie Kirk. And inclusion. Show about diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. So you you uh you, we stirred the pot up a little bit. I did. And uh means Well, play, here's the video. Wait, play the video. This is the One video. Time. Yeah. Okay. Put, put the audio. Okay. Put the audio on. And that's why I think this United story and the DEI story yes. hits so hard because we've all been in the back of a plane when the turbulence hits or when you're flying through a storm and you're like I'm so glad I saw the guy with the right stuff and the square jaw get into the cockpit <laughs> wait, wait, before we took Hold off. on, can we just pause that part? <laughs> I just want to let everybody know, ladies and gentlemen, the first thing that I think when I get on an airplane is, does my pilot have a square jaw? What does his jaw look I, like? I mean, he needs to have a square jaw like Space Ghost. Bro. Like a square jaw like Buzz Lightyear. If he does not look like if Tom he Cruise. he has an elongated jaw, I don't want him near an airplane. You understand me? How can he fly How it? How can he fly Does the right stuff? What does the right stuff yeah, mean? No, well, the right and stuff is a square, square jaw. jaw. I want his jaw to I'm look like hopscotch. You understand me? His jaw me? does not look like Ben Affleck's jaw. What are or, we talking about? Or Ryan Gosling's jaw. Brother, we need to or have rock, rock. GQ level jaws or the plane equipment will malfunction. That is such a weird thing to say <laughs> if you're not attracted to men. Wait. I, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm just saying it's so weird. Why? Like, I'm not saying that he is. I'm just saying, why would you mention the, that the pilot that you saw had the right stuff in the wait square jaw? It's different if you were like, I'm glad that I talked to the pilot and I heard that he had like 20,000 flight hours before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But to say that he had the right stuff and didn't mention his <laughs> jawline, it's such a strange freaking thing to do. I just don't understand it. Whoa. My man. I'm sorry. I'm well, not listen, trying to. Maybe, there, maybe that needs maybe to be edited he, out, but he, I, he, I don't no, know. No, we, ain't that, we ain't editing that it's out. It's just a strange thing to say. Maybe he is referencing a study that connects the success of flights <laughs> with, with, the, with the attraction of the how chiseled your jaw is. If, that, if, you, if, the, if the jaw is chiseled, okay, then the, 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 the plane flight is plane in the air. is, I was trying to make it rhyme. What rhymes with chiseled? Listen. If the jaw is chiseled. I don't know. Then the landing is simple. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can you the, the success level rises with, with, with the, the strength of the I, jaw. I just don't understand it, bro. Such My brother said, yeah, "I want to see the guy with the right stuff," and then started talking about chins. <laughs> that that that's what he said. Okay. Ahead, and that's why I think this United story and the DEI story yes. hits so hard because we've all been in the back of a plane when the turbulence hits or when you're flying through a storm and you're like, I'm so glad I saw the guy with the right stuff and the square jaw get into the cockpit before we took off. And I feel better now. Thank you. No, I mean, about like, that. you want to go thought crime? Like, I'm Hold sorry. On, pause it real quick. Can I just pa pause it real quick? I know that we got to get through this. It's only a 30 second clip. But I also got to say, it's so strange that he also said we all thought that. Whoa, we, we, really? You think that that's a common thread in people's thinking? 
We all saw the square guy oh. with the jawline, so if his turbulence happens, I know that I'm safe yeah. because his jawline is going to catch us if this plane fall, I mean, falls if out the sky. Think about every pilot moving, okay? Top Gun. What did the jaw of the main character look like, bro? I mean, listen, Tom Cruise. If I could think Tom Cruise while we are shaking over Chicago 30,000 feet in the air. I'm just peace like a river. I just this overcomes just, my soul, this bro. It's very strange, man. I, brother, I have been, I, bro. I've been flying pretty much. Yeah, I mean, a, 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 for a decade. Yeah, for over a decade, over like thirteen years, yeah. bro. I this is a new one for me, bro. I have never. Me, have you ever thought that, brother? I've been on some bad flights. I mean, people throwing up, screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I one remember, time, one time, I was on a flight where the plane was shaking so bad and so consistently for so long that the pilot came over and the the intercom and sighed. It was like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> this isn't gonna get any better. It's it's just bad weather. I, I, he seemed frustrated with the sky. Right, right, right. He said, right. "This is just what it's gonna be." Hold on. Uh, flight attendants, prepare the, the cabin for landing. Right. <laughs> and then we just started shaking uncontrollably, yeah. bro. His I, jaw must not have been square. Brother, I, it just didn't even cross my mind. Now I know. <laughs> I'm going to literally ring my call button for the flight attendant and say, ma'am, Stacy, what does his jaw look like? Is it square? It because if the, it's does, square, I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm safe. <laughs> Play the rest of the clip, dog. This is just ridiculous. Okay, here we go. If I see a black pilot, I'm gonna be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Well, that's the you wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have done that before. That's not an immediate. No, you wouldn't have done that. Who I am? That's not what I believe. It is the reality the left has created. Let me let me ask. First of all, I have never heard something so racist in my life. (laughs) Maybe I have heard something so so racist, but this is in a bucket of them. So what Charlie Kirk and his friends are saying is that. Diversity and inclusion initiatives, DEI initiatives, specifically uh, the, the ones that these airlines are running like United. Right. That because the diversity and inclusion initiatives, here's an assumption too, yep. are hiring people that are not qualified for the job, but they are hiring them because they're black and brown. That the pilot that he sees that is black, he is now questioning whether or not he's qualified because DEI programs are out here hiring unqualified pilots. <laughs> <laughs> Commercial airline pilots because they're black, but not because they're qualified. Now, let me say a few things. Number one, I think to say that you would have to be extremely ignorant to the kind of qualifications that pilots have to go through to be considered to be a pilot for a commercial airline. Absolutely. Yes. The qualifications that you have to go through in order to be a pilot for a commercial airline Uh is extremely extensive. Yes. There is no way that one is faking the funk when it comes to becoming a pilot for a commercial airline to the point that they can just skate underneath because of diversity and inclusion. Right, right, right. There's a brother in Christ of mine um, who told me, he's a pilot himself, he said this. I'm going to quote what my brother said. Yes. He said, the beauty of the backlash against the DEI and aviation is that these people have zero idea of anything aviation related. Mm. To even get a major airline is a process and a half. And at each step along the way, you are tested, ex- examined, and tested again to make sure you meet very rigorous standards that are in place because of mistakes that cost people their lives at some point in history. Yes. I'm a pilot myself, and we are held to a very high standard and go through a ton of training to get to the airline stage. You can't fail it till you make it in aviation if you're trash it's going to be very apparent very quickly yep 
He said being a pilot, a commercial airline pilot, is too heavily regulated a process to skate your way through. And if the written exams don't get you, the practical exams will. Mm. You can't fake the knowledge and you can't fake the hands and feet necessary to be a good pilot. Anyone who has their airline seat has earned it. Ooh. That's what he said. So he was saying... And no one... And then my, Charlie didn't think that. Charlie didn't say, wow, there's a black man... I bet he earned that seat. That's not what he thought. That brother went, man, he I probably hope. graduated. Uh, and, and they gave him, they slid his diploma underneath the table. Right. With a DEI seal on well, it. Exactly. Exactly. And right. We may make it or we may not we make may it. We may not make it. We may make it. We may not make yeah. it. He might be qualified and he might not. And then I think that what's even more insane is that Charlie Kirk then to proceeds to say, well, this is not who I am, but this is basically who, the who, left, is it? This is who the left has made me to be. And what I said in my thread is I said that there has been a history of people throughout history, especially people on the right. Yep. Right? And I'm not just picking up at people on the right, but this is who said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? And I'm a conservative myself. Yes. Conscious conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there has been a history of people on the right saying racist stuff and then blaming Democrats for it. <laughs> or believing racist stuff this and is then what blaming the Democrats for it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, what yeah. They, that's what they uh -huh. do all the time. So when, when you're talking, if, I, if you're talking to somebody to... You know, I've been talking to people from the right. They don't believe that systemic and institutional racism is a thing. Yep. And I'm talking to them about the, the data. Well, what about the economic data, the educational data, the health data, yep. all of that that shows where we as African-Americans are. Yes. And when, I, when we start getting into why the data is, why the disparities are the way that they are, they, because they cannot say something like, well, black people are just lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people will say that, sure, which, sure, is, sure. which is racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just lazy. They don't work hard. Or they're not what smart they, enough. Or they're not smart to be enough. Where they are. Right. So what they would, what they usually say is they're entitled, lazy, and don't work hard because Democrats have created a welfare state that have made them entitled and dependent upon daddy government to provide for them. Yes, yes, That's yes. what they say. Yeah, yeah. So they say the racist thing, and then they say, but it's not because they're black. It's not like anything inherent with them. It's because the Democrats did it. Sure, 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 sure. And, I, and, and, and that's when I, I'm always like, yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. Y'all use the Democrats as the scapegoat to just basically say, racist stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then say, well, no, it's not necessarily about black people. It's about what the Democrats. Sure, sure, sure. And so I, I just say all that to say well said. that that's what this reeks of, and it, it's in the same vein of what we've heard throughout history when it comes to, even though DEI and affirmative action is different, yeah. when it comes to affirmative action. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. when some white folks may walk into Harvard and see a black student in their class, they're thinking, oh, he didn't earn his way here. Yeah, he yeah, must yeah. have been affirmative action admittance. Right, 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 you know right, what I mean? Right, right. And black folks have found themselves in these spaces, which if you talk to black people, you'll see that that's been our history, always having to prove that we belong there because folks have thought that we were uh, an affirmative action hire sure. or an affirmative action admittance. Sure. And then now y'all are doing the same thing. Some are doing the same thing with the DEI. They're sure. giving the same arguments. Sure. Oh, he may not be here because of merit. He's here because of DEI. Or say just like he may not be here because of merit, he's here because of affirmative action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it's, it's off. I think it's good for us to to remember uh, everything, every initiative that is instituted by man will have a fallen aspect to it. It will be every single one exposed to corruption. Right. There, there is no initiative yep. that is free from Fall the curse. Yeah. The, the, the ground is cursed, King. Amen. Every single initiative has need for redemption. Right. So you will absolutely be able to find affirmative action or uh, DEI, DEI, which yeah. are two different things, yep. which, it, it, and it's helpful to make that distinction. Yeah. But you will be able to find examples 
of that steeped in corruption. Yes. Taken too far. Way too far. Not done efficiently. That's right. Not done well. Uh-huh. Overdone. That's right. That's yes. right. Absolutely. Right. But you also will find examples of it working. Yes. Uh, for example, one of the presidents of the United States was a product of affirmative action. Yes. Without affirmative action, he might not have been the president of the United States. And one of the things that you also have to yeah. remember is that affirmative action and DEI is not just admitting people that are not qualified. Sure. Now, it's, some may, you may find some cases where that well, happens. See, that would be the corruption That's piece. the corruption part. But the but, idea is, yes. or at least what the idea should be. Right. I've talked to a bunch, I have friends that, that work in DEI as a, that's what oh, they, yes. that's their, their whole job. And the company I came from was very serious about that's DEI. That's right, McKinsey. Yep. Um, which is one of the largest companies in the world. Yes. Uh, but make no mistake. Let me just say two quick things real yeah. quick, fam. Three things. Yep, First ahead. of all, I'm, I'm going to say it real quick because we, we're trying to shorten these episodes. Mm -hmm. Number one, you know what big companies value more than diversity, inclusion, and equity? They're in bottom line. Money! Yes. Right. And I've always said that. If they were- Profits. 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 If companies were out here hiring a bunch of people that were incompetent, couldn't do the job, they would lose money. That's why I keep telling people. <laughs> They would lose money. It, it doesn't benefit the company's bottom what? line. Dog, cats are getting feet. Dog, there are companies that are laying off people because the, the, the stapler budget didn't look right at the end of the year. Absolutely. Lay them off. Yep. Man, we are a capitalistic society. And as a capitalist myself, a redemptive capitalist, I am very much aware of the ways in which you are obsessing over what the surplus looks like. Mm -hmm. Cutting fat. You will find more than not, there's a little piece of business advice, that you will, by stopping money hemorrhaging out of your company or cutting waste, you will add more to your bottom line than getting new clients right. or getting new customers. Yep. Just being able to stop the leakage alone will be more productive for your company than actually getting new ground. Right. If that is what any successful company is living off of to some degree or basing principally who they are off of that idea, there isn't a world where we are having huge companies that are bringing in millions of dollars a year who are being ran by people who don't deserve to be there uh, at all. Yeah. Except, and here's the second point, except... Because I don't hear this, bro. Except mm -hmm. all these stories of CEOs, executives, board members, so on and so forth, people in high levels of authority who have gotten in those positions because they didn't deserve to be there. They were friends with somebody. Their daddy used to be a, a shareholder. They, they were able to network their way. Brothers and sisters. I, all of the points that I made this online. Ho ho hold on, King. Hold on, King. You cannot act like this is just a meritocracy. Brother. Nepotism and cronyism exist across the board. And no one's bothered by it. No one, no no one, one is bothered about by that. It. I have been in a many of meetings with multi-million dollar folks. They, they themselves are worth millions of dollars, and they are running million dollar organizations, and the incompetence was oozing out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. Bro, mm -hmm. and, and I'm telling you, you can talk to me, talk to Wes, Natalie, all the folks that have worked in executive spaces will tell you at the top, it isn't like, oh my God. These people are so these genius. These are the most brilliant people. I understand yeah. why you're here. Yep. Man, I, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes folks have been able to be in the right place at the right time and know the right people all the way to the top. Yep. And you have examples of that with companies like Theranos. Yeah. The other problem is that people are believing that if you just don't consider race and you leave race out of the discussion and just let people try out 
by their own merits, yes. that that will be fair. Yes. The problem with that is you are assuming that the way that the system works outside of DEI and affirmative action is that people are always every single day earning these positions by merit. That's right. That is not happening. Yeah, say that, say that. First of all, those people that are at the top that are making decisions on who gets to be big players here right. have their own set of prejudices, biases, and stereotypes. Sure, sure, sure. They yes. are not just an objective, clean slate. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's not right. what's happening. No one That's is. why companies are trying to build stuff in to make it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? Diversity and inclusion is also a part of that because when I was working for McKinsey, and company, they took big steps to put in roadblocks to make sure that you were not being biased in the hiring process. And I know that because I was hiring people. Yeah. I was conducting the interviews. Wow, 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 wow. You know wow. what I'm saying? Yes. And guess what? We did the interviews with multiple people so that people could see if we were being biased. And then when we, we would discuss the person of that we were hiring, we would do it together as a diverse group Bro. to make sure that no one's bias was leaking through in considering the hiring process. And yes. this is the thing. Yeah. The diversity and the bias wasn't just about race. That's the other problem is that we're making a diversity thing only about race. Sure. But it's also about diversity of geographic location, religion, gender. Yes. That's what it's Even about. personality. And personality. This guy or, tells a lot of jokes. Or, and I like him. Or a name. Yeah, yeah. Because when I was working for the company, you know what we did when we had a diverse meeting about hiring someone? Yeah, yeah. One thing that they made sure that you didn't do is you did not give someone an unfavorable review of the interviewing process because they had a name that reminded you of someone you knew with the same name that you didn't like. Ooh. That's how you come as a company and say, let's make sure we are not letting bias taint our decision making yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And I was at a company that championed diversity and inclusion. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, this yeah. was not just about, oh, they're black, let's hire them. I've been there at the top of a huge company. Yes. That is not how we did the hiring process. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. It's just one of many considerations. And if I could even sum up what you're saying, diversity and inclusion or any other effort to make sure that we are not allowing our own prejudices uh -huh. to compromise the hiring process. Right. Those initiatives, they work when they are protecting meritocracy, right. not throwing meritocracy out. They, they, it cannot be a replacement for merit. So the folks that I know, and I have, I have, I have a few friends who, when affirmative action was a much bigger thing, mm -hmm who were recipients of it that went on to lead strong companies and, mm -hmm. and start strong portfolios, mm -hmm. so on and so mm -hmm. forth, they would tell you their experience. And this isn't going to be everybody's experience. Again, right. everything is subject to corruption. Yep. Everything. everything. Yes. That's why, I, I, that's why we, we couldn't move on without saying, don't act like the system is just working. <laughs> right. That we don't need to introduce... A, a, an initiative right. to make sure that the people who deserve to be there yeah. are there. Right. That's the point. That's the because point. if we get the right people in, we actually have a more profitable institution. Right. Uh, another example of that was Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart had invested in a company. There was this pill mm -hmm. that they were developing that was supposed to shrink tumors yep. and be revolutionary for cancer treatment. The only problem is they hadn't proved that it actually worked. Mm -hmm. They had went to market. They became a public company. Mm -hmm. They were trading. Made her the first billionaire. female billionaire in the United States off of a product that had not been proven yep. that it actually worked. Mm -hmm. And then when the SEC or the FDA stepped in and said, hey, we're not approving this, mm -hmm. the whole thing crashed. And before it crashed, they got insider information. Mm -hmm. That's why she ended up in jail, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. This is a story that can be yep. told over and over again. Theranos with Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes. Liz Elizabeth Holmes. Here we are with our charisma, uh -huh. our chiseled jawlines, our 
connection to other people are able to sell billionaires and multimillionaires and institutions on a product that doesn't even exist. Let me tell y'all. Which, yeah. is, is, which is the opposite of merit. That merit should be you have proven that this thing works and it's actually real, right. so you deserve billions of dollars. Right. But this, system. the way the system has run for years... And one of the casualties is keeping out people uh, who deserve to be there but will be overlooked because of where they live or what race they are or what gender they are. Yep. That's one of the, uh, the things that it did. But, there are but it others. also yep. has allowed massive incompetence, massive fraud, massive uh, disadvantage to be stood up as standard, trustworthy, and as these powerhouses in industry when it was not. Right. That's not merit, King. Yep. That is corruption. That's corruption. Yeah. And that corruption is usually predicated upon bias. Yes, 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 yes. Again, the reason why diversity, I have my own problems with DEI programs. Sure, sure. Because of corruption, yeah. right? I think that DEI programs are always not done efficiently. They're always not done the best. And I think that sometimes they're taken too far. There, there have been some companies that yeah. have lowered standards to try to get people in, which I think is the wrong way to go about doing diversity and inclusion, right? Because you are saying that people cannot meet the standard, right? Yeah. Um, and so I don't think that companies need to do that. Some have done it. I don't. I, that's not the way about it. Right. That's not the way to go about it. But that doesn't mean that diversity and inclusion programs should be done away with. You're it right, means right. diversity and progr inclusion programs should be done better. That's right. That's so right. It, it, it's not, because I, they, they should, if they're worth their salt, right. again, be ensuring that we are getting the best people for the job right. in. It and should not be about a quota. Yes. So that we and, and that and then that's what I would say is corruption. Yes. It's a kind of corruption. If you're saying, uh, looking often off, awfully male and white in here. Yeah. Let us find people off the streets that we can put on our flyers. Yes. So we can so we can virtue signal yeah. that we are diverse. Yes. That, and, and some companies have done that. Yes. We're not talking about those that companies. That is a problem. That's terrible. That's yes. a problem. But, but there's also would, some companies where diversity and inclusion has worked the way that it was supposed to work. And there have been significant studies that show that when you do diversify, when you have people that are approaching a problem from different positions because of their makeup, you, it takes longer to get to the answer, mm -hmm. but the answer is often more profound. Yes. If you look at some of the most powerful companies in existence today, they are often filled with people who have embraced diversity as a means of success, not a means of signaling to the woke yep. that we are with y'all. Yes. We, again, companies have a responsibility to ethically create products that serve the greater good of humanity. Right. That's what companies are designed to do. Mm -hmm. In order to accomplish that, if you're smart, mm -hmm. you realize that you need to have the smartest, brightest, gifted, talented people working on that particular project. Mm -hmm. If you are assuming that is only, that's only going to come from chisel-jawed men of a particular race, you are doing... Hmm. Stupidity. Right. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're, you're rolling in stupidity. The data shows that. Yeah, you, you, are, you are literally for the sake of who knows. Right. Hope it isn't dun, 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 <laughs> racial bias. Right. And a commitment to keeping things looking a certain way based off of nothing but your own prejudice. Right. Because it ain't based on success. It's not based on the data. No, it, it can't be based on the data. Yeah. Absolutely. The data Man, shows. Think about, bro, what would happen? If every company 
in America only hired a particular race and a particular gender because they inherently believed that that particular race and that particular gender is smarter than everybody else mm-hmm. or, or, or is going to bring more to the company than anybody else could it actually It definitely bring. happened in history. And, it, and, and what was the reaction? Right. There are countries, I ain't going to name no names, there's one on my mind right now that as... As a conscious black conservative, it would be uh-huh. it, they, they would be rejoicing if I said the name of this country. Right. But there is a country right now that acts that way. Yes. They do not want to work with outsiders. They don't believe mm-hmm. in uh, cross cultural advancement. Yeah. So that there was a time globalism, globalism. There it is. Yeah. There was a time where again. We, we, we mentioned before the, the book how Europe uh, underdeveloped Africa, that mm-hmm. the idea of being cut off from learning from other cultures, being cut off yeah. from diversity isolation and trade, yeah. isolation will actually kill your country. Yeah. There was a time Europe had mastered what to, mastered what to do with metal. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have in the, in the Far East folks who've mastered what to do with Powder. fire. With gunpowder and fire. gunpowder. Yeah. It was the collaboration through trade and cultural exchange that they developed the gun. Right. Which was, I bring what I have developed, given my social setting and the, the knowledge that we have developed over the years, and then I bring it to the table with yours. Right. And that's how we advance. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how that's we advance. That's how the world advances. Absolutely. Yes. Look at the accomplishments that have come off the back of diversity. Yes. The world that you live in was built off of diversity. So crazy. You would not have microphones without diversity, right. GPS without diversity, military strategy without diversity, mm-hmm. military big military victories because of diversity. Bro, we literally militaries was teaming up with other militaries in other countries like World War II. Brother, diversity <laughs> is not the idea of Satan, bro. This yeah. is, and in, in, in if we could wax the, uh, theologically for a, 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 mm-hmm. a minute, we often would use that phrase, the one and the many, as a description of the triune God. Yes. That it is one God that exists in three persons. Persons. Yeah. And we fought for that word person yes. throughout church history. Yes. Because we want you to realize that there is distinction in the persons. Woo! Which means that there's diversity. Which means that there is diversity in the Godhead. That the diversity creates the context for the unity that God is sharing with his people, John 17. It creates a diverse people, of a, a diverse church. Which will make a diverse kingdom. <laughs> but here we are because folks think that diversity means just get out all white people. Yeah, that, that's right. That, that it's evil. That's right. That's right. Just... And I think that, again... We must be people of redemption, bro. Yes. If we're not bringing redemption to ideas that God has introduced to us in Scripture, right. then we are just going to be alarmists. That's true. And, and we're, we're going to be people that, that wholesale uh, throw things out. Right. Uh, we, we will shut down anything that smacks of the other side. Right. And, then you, yeah. and you are hurting yourself and you're hurting your witness. Yep, yep. Because we'll, you name we'll just the name be, of Christ. We'll just be politically tribal Brother, and ideologically tribal. What does it, the other thing too, if every time you see a black pilot, you have the thought of, hmm, I wonder if they are just here because they want people to see black pilots when they walk on the, 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 mm-hmm. the plane. Right. So know that they're, they're right. down, fist right. up. What does that mean to that black pilot that you think that? Yeah. What does it mean to him? Yep. That you are assuming, because he's black, Yep. That he might not be educated. And they would say he might not be qualified and he doesn't actually deserve yeah. to be there. And you are nervous on his plane. Now let me say this. Let me say this. Everybody has prejudice. Absolutely. When you walk on the plane, 
There was a, a, a funny TikTok of this Arabic pilot uh-huh. uh, who was talking in a thick Arabic accent, uh-huh. and uh, he was using language. Uh, it, it was, it, I, I guess it was inappropriate now I think about it, mm-hmm. but uh, it seemed, because there was a lot of Arabs that were laughing at it too, but the, the whole idea was uh, 9-11 is plastered in everybody's right, mind. Right, And then the passengers were reacting to the, the announcements. The announcement were like, hey, we, we, there is a bomb on board. Bomb burgers are on, bur- on board. Yeah. We are taking this thing down right now. And we're going to... Right, ma- say making all, of the, like, all these kind of like triggering... Buzzwords, yeah, yeah like, triggering stuff words. Stuff like that. And they're making fun of the fact that when you walk on a plane and you see Arabic people... I, I was in South Africa one time, one time on 9-11. And, uh, <laughs> and the, the, you know, the whole plane was filled with folks you know, from... The Middle East, mm-hmm. and they were all dressed in Middle Eastern garb. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anything in my heart that says, you know what, they might hijack this plane and fly into a build- building because they're Arab. Realize that is my prejudice. And you have to. You should repent of it. And you need <laughs> to say, Father, forgive me. Not go and make a podcast episode about <laughs> why the thought crime of it was was genius, <laughs> or it was the fault of the DEI guys. Yeah, that's right. If they wouldn't have flew those planes into the building, yeah, maybe, then maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't that. be racist. <laughs> that, you're moving in the wrong direction. Let me give you one more example of yeah. that. One time, I was flying from Paris to Ghana and on a Delta Airline flight, King, and a black dude wearing the Hannibal Lecter mask. Like, so, he had okay. the mask on and, like, with the three with the bars. bars right? yeah. And he had a headgear on on top of that, and he was chained at his wrists, and there was ankles. a chain around his, his waist, and his ankles were chained. And he was inching on the plane, led by two white dudes uh-huh. who were, I guess, immigrant force people for okay. Paris that were kicking him out the country, and they were delivering him to Ghana. Okay. Brother, this is a commercial airline. Yeah. I just want to sit in, in 22A. <laughs> right. I'm watching... A prisoner that everything about him says he's dangerous because right. of the way they, they, all, uh, he's dressed. Right. He was, and, and then, I don't want to say it because he was black, but it, it was simply because he was a, a prisoner right. that was that had a mask over his face that seemed like, does he eat people? Right. What's going on? Right. That's my reference. Is, is, is Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Anyways. They take this man back, and, and I don't. I'm not. I don't speak French. People are or Parisian or whatever yeah, language. Right. They, uh-huh. Folks are speaking all kinds of different languages. Uh-huh. But they're talking amongst themselves as they are walking to the back of the plane. They're probably like five rows behind me because I was sitting in the back too. They go sit down in the back of the plane, and when the cabin door closes, all of a sudden you hear screaming from a grown man as loud as you have ever heard, right? Like it was violent. It, it was aggressive. And I turn behind me, and both of these gentlemen are on top of this guy who is now on the floor. The black, the, the dude, that, the prisoner, was on the floor kicking and screaming, mm-hmm. and they are on top of him, and they are holding him down. They're choking him, and they have a syringe uh-huh. that they were about to sedate him with. Right. The plane erupts. They are screaming things in their language at, I think it was French. Uh-huh. They were screaming things back at the folks in the back, and I didn't know what they were saying, mm-hmm. but I assumed what they were saying was, why are, you, why are y'all subjecting us to this? Mm-hmm. Why would you get him off of the plane? Why in the world are y'all taking someone who appears to be dangerous on a commercial flight? Yeah. This is what I'm, in, I'm assuming that they're all screaming and shouting yeah, like about. You, and yeah. this goes on. Get this man off the plane. What is Get the, him off the plane. Right. We got places to be. There were, there were a bunch of folks that were dressed in business suits yeah. that, that, were, that were standing up and, and shouting. 
I thought that they were responding the way that I would typically see a response like that in America. Mm-hmm. Why are y'all doing this? This is unwise. Mm-hmm. Police come on the plane. Police have no weapons whatsoever. The, the, the folks that are on the passengers are telling the police to calm down and let them handle it. And the police let them handle it. So some folk, some passengers go back, calm the dude down, get him to relax. He sits down and then they sit down and we, we finally get ready to leave. I turn to my neighbor, the person I'm sitting next to and say, what are they all shouting? Mm-hmm. That it was a, a lady. She said to me, they're shouting that they are abusing a black man and they're treating him like an animal and they want to see the dehumanization stop. Mm. And I said, whoa. His humanity was not even a consideration for me. Right. And I, at that moment, bro, it actually started this awakening about how I am used to seeing people treated by the law. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up seeing children tased yeah. and slammed yeah, on, right. on, on, uh-huh. on the hoods and yep. women punched in the face yeah. and being you know yoked out of a car yes. and your handcuffs are on so tight that your wrists are bleeding. Flame was telling me him and Thizzle got arrested one time uh, and thrown on, they, they, they were mistaken. They fit the description. Christian artists yeah. pulled out of their, 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 the truck thrown on the side of the road, and he said that he was begging the police, please, please loosen these cuffs. You can keep them on, but loosening them. And they did not see him in that moment. They did not care. I mean, if, if I was a police officer and my son was being cuffed by anybody to the point where he's, his wrists are bleeding, I would, at the very least, be moved to change that. But if you look at these people... As animals. As animals. Yeah. Or you see them as, you know, criminal, which is often synonymous with animal in America. True. Then you don't see their humanity. And I realize that that's not my knee-jerk reaction. I don't see their humanity. I understand that this may be a criminal, but this is still a human made in the image of God. That was not my knee-jerk reaction, and it was a cause for me to repent, bro. Mm -hmm. It was. I understand that you will feel these knee-jerk reactions that make you think, oh, am I in trouble here? Is something dangerous happening here? But then there needs to be a follow-up to that. Right. What does the truth say? What does the Spirit of God say? Mm -hmm. How might I push back on the biases that are painting this situation in a way where I am leading feeling and acting out of fear. Mm-hmm. And again, as Amin has already said, I certainly don't go on a podcast and say, man, I got on a plane the other day and there was a woman flying it. A woman with blonde hair. And she was kind of pretty. I understand that there's a disparity of women pilots. I know they hired that woman because she was just a female. And, uh, and uh, how is she going to be able to act in, the, in a time of, of need, in a wartime moment? And the only reason that I'm thinking like this, which I know is probably not the right way to think, yeah. is because the DEI initiatives That's right. the Democrats are and the, liberal, the leftists are pushing. Absolutely. Like, what? And the other thing, too, so I, I had a third point that I was going to make earlier, but I, I, I want to say this. Go ahead. Oftentimes, what you don't realize, that if you get to the, to the, the level of flying a plane for Delta Airlines, right. as we have laid out in the beginning of the episode, there is a lot of qualification a that goes lot. into that. They have that. over 1,000, like 1,500 flight hours. Yeah, bro. All, it's, it's a, it's lot. a lot of qualifications. It's a lot of qualifications. If you made it to that place and you are someone that hails from a diverse community, okay, you often have gotten there because you had to overcome the bias of every single person person in charge on every level all the way up. So by the time you get to the top, you are probably better than everyone. (laughs) That has also been my experience too. Yeah. 
that if I walk in a room and there is a diversity guy there, there's someone that represents diversity guy there, yeah. this person could be running a country. Right, right. Exactly. Because <laughs> of what they had to overcome yes. to get there. Yeah. When you get to the initial hiring process just to get past that and then get into the secondary and, and then to get into so the, 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 the next level upon the next level upon the next level, right. cats have often had to move yes. heaven and earth yeah. to get to that place. I think that the kingdom, the kingdom burden here, uh, like we did with hip-hop culture, yeah. right? So when we trusted Jesus, ambassador, he gave us this. Yeah. God isn't bothered with your hats, your, 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 your baggy jeans and your dreadlocks. God isn't obsessing over your tattoos. Right. Like, I, I will accept you, but as soon as baptism is over, go get those removed. Right. Uh, God is obsessed with your holiness, mm -hmm. your trust in him, mm -hmm. your understanding of his presence, and the mission of spreading his gospel to the nations. Mm -hmm. That's what God is about. So go preach the gospel in your fitted hat. But what folks like Ambassador and, and Manny as well would always say, we walk hand in hand with the culture until the culture wants to do something that violates the kingdom. Right. At that point, we part ways. Mm -hmm. I am on the train until you say, hey, what it means to be a hip-hop artist is bragging about yourself a lot. Mm -hmm. Always saying that you are better than everyone else. Right. Right? I don't want just my wife. I don't want just my girl. I want your girl. Your girl's here. Your girl is over here. Your girl is hanging out with me. How much of hip-hop is consumed with artists bragging about what they're doing with the woman you love? Right. Your baby mama. Right. Your wife. What do you think that's called? That's called pride. Arrogance. It's not just enough for me to be in love with a beautiful woman who is committed to me. Yeah. I want to be in love with a woman that was committed to you or is committed to you. Right. And I can make her decommit that and is, recommit. That's right. And then give her back. Right? That is 90% of hip-hop. Yeah. Which is pure pride right so when we said when y'all say that that is integral to hip-hop then we say then we ain't hip-hop right, right there right 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 i'm kingdom right there right we can talk about shoes and hair and and, and brushes on your head yeah we but, ain't talking about that but we're not going that far but that works with all things if people are saying we believe that we have kept good people out of our institutions because of evil right we kept them out because they couldn't get through the front door, not with that skin, not with that name, not with that gender, not from not that with that jawline, not with that religion, not with that religion, not from that location, not from that location, yeah, not from Nazareth. Yep. Is there evidence of that? Is there evidence? Is there long-standing evidence? Yeah. Of people who deserve these positions being kept out because of evil. Yep. The answer to that, if you're honest, is yes. Yeah, you're not We've done a ignorant. lot more of that <laughs> right. than we have these last few minutes where we're talking about how do we get qualified people in that don't come from the traditional makeup of who y'all normally hire. Right. How do we get those people in? It'll be good for them and their families, <laughs> but also good for your company. Exactly right. Exactly Bam. right. If that is the case, we have to do something. What I often find, bro, is that at the bottom of, of all of this is fear of change, bro. There are examples. I mentioned on a previous episode. There are examples of qualified white men mm -hmm. who 
probably should get the job who are not being considered because they're white men. Yeah, that we is, talked about that. That, that. that certainly happens, and we would condemn that as well. Yeah, that's condemnable. It's, I, it's evil. Every, Dr. King, we've all been good about merits. We've right. been, the whole idea, let people get stuff because they deserve it. Right. Is a good idea. Yes. Fairness is a good idea. Right. But that's the E, okay? Mm-hmm. The equity part is not, it's, the equity should not be short form for quota. Yeah. Equity should be, this is what is equitable. Right. It's a flourishing relationship that is untainted by bias. Uh-huh. And prejudice. And prejudice. Yeah. That's the idea. Yep. Where whoever, where the left gets off on that, then you disagree with then that. Then we're off on that. Right. Yeah. When the left wants to take that somewhere that God would say that's not how the kingdom's going to work. Right. Then we say that's not how we're going to work. Exactly right. That's right. Exactly right. That's not how it's going to go down. Exactly right. But the truth of the matter is... That not only does this have profitable, I, I'm sorry, I got off from my point I was making earlier about there are countries that are doing terrible as an economy because of their insistence of being nativists. Yeah. That, that oh, we, we, only want, we only want it done by us, for us, and with no one else. And then watch your economy begin to fall apart. Right. There are, there are two countries that come to mind right now that are dying because of their rejection of diversity mm-hmm. and now are trying to introduce initiatives that they can change that. Yeah. So not only is there just, there's profitability mm-hmm. to cultural exchange. Yes, absolutely. But there's also an ethical dilemma here. God is not okay with unjust scales. God, God, God hates. But KB, this is an unjust scale. DI is unjust scale to white people. Oh, it sure, it can be. It, it absolutely can be. And I would agree with you 100% that it can be. Yeah. And where that is happening, it's wrong. That's right, and that is wrong. Yeah. But let's not be mistaken. It hasn't historically been that way. Right. Historically, it has been unjust against people who come from a, mon- a minority space. Yes. It, that, that, that has beyond been, just race. Be, way, way beyond race. Right. G- geography. Yep. Uh, uh, man, Se- yeah. th- there are full stereotypes that have engulfed uh, certain groups of people that they cannot shake. That wherever they go, they're being seen through their stereotype and then to their personhood. Yeah, right. That's not okay. It's not okay. Even if they fit the stereotype, kid. Yeah, yeah. We're not asking for you to have a FBI, CIA level of getting down to what's going on in somebody's heart at all. Folks are saying, be cognizant of the ways in which you are getting in the way right. of the progress of your company because we have all been conditioned with certain biases. Mm-hmm. You can't get around it, bro. Right. You cannot get around it. And since it's there... We have to meet that bias with some sort of redemptive pathway forward. Absolutely. And that's challenging that bias. That's Absolutely. reforming that bias and obviously being open for ways to drain that bias from the systems that we live in. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Great so, way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great way to put it. I, and I think, Give yeah. us the final thought, means. I mean, yeah, I think that that's the final thought. I think the final thought is that I think that d- diversity, equity, and inclusion as an idea is a kingdom principle. Right, 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 right. I mean, in the sense that God is diverse, he loves equity and inclusion. Right. He's not, especially if you want to talk about inclusion, God is always going after the people that are not included. That's right, that's in right. In scripture. Yes, Hebrews. They, they, look at the Hebrews. The Hebrews, you yes, know what I'm saying? Israelites. I mean, yeah. goodness gracious. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and you see that he's always looking for the weak, the vulnerable, the left out. 
You know what I mean? And we have a diverse kingdom, yep. a diverse Godhead, yep. and we have a God who's, the Bible says his throne is established on justice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And inequity is injustice, that's according right. to the Bible. Yeah, according to the Bible. At least that's what the Bible says. I, I mean, so if I think that there is a way for us to embrace diversity, equity, and inclusion that is kingdom-centered. And like we said, where corruption gets in, the corruption that says we're just going to lower standards so people can get in, yeah. we don't get down with that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. corruption that says, well, we're not going to hire white men at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or or a white man that they've had enough for time yeah, they've had it's our turn right it's our turn which is another kind of wickedness it's a, another kind of wickedness and another kind of prejudice yes as Paulo Freire would say you're then taking your freedom as the as the person that was oppressed and turned around and oppressing the oppressor yeah, yeah. which means that you are still the same monster that the oppressor it's an was oppression loop. so yeah. I think we're not we're not talking about that where where companies take it too far which some do which is my my problem with some diversity equity and inclusion initiatives we say no not that. Right. But there are companies that have done it right. Yes. And 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 I think that airlines have done it right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, because you're not becoming a pilot without being qualified. Yes. And so I think um, we have to look at it through a kingdom lens, as yep. you said, and that kingdom lens will allow us to say, this is where DEI has got off, and this is where it works. Yep. And we are not taking a tribal stance on this. Right, right, right. We are not taking a stance on diversity, equity, and inclusion based upon what political... Uh, or ideological camp we find ourselves in or leaning towards, we're right. taking it depending upon our biblical ethics. I love it. And that means that when who whoever gets off yes. on whatever side it is, whatever. we're going to call it out. That's absolutely right. Um, and so uh, I think that that's how we should think about everything as believers and um, the truth and the ethics of the scriptures is number one absolutely. in our lives. So. Well, that's been an episode of Southside Rabbi. Uh-huh. I'm Amin, the dream. And I'm K to the second letter. And we'll see y'all in the next one. Peace.